Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. No exit from Maharlika? I was going to write on Novo Nordisk. But as my fellow columnist Marlon Ronquillo wrote about them in a context different from mine, let me leave that for another week. My apologies if the implementing rules and regulations on Maharlika were released after I submitted this column, and the points I made are addressed. What is another deal-breaking problem with the Maharlika Fund? Which could have easily been addressed if they weren't in such a rush, consulted with people in the know, and studied and reflected on the law before passing it. Investors who, as of now, are limited to the Development Bank of the Philippines, DBP, and Land Bank of the Philippines, Land Bank, can enter by investing their equity. But what are the rules for exiting the investment? Nada. It is a one-way street with a dead end. No exit. Please show me any provision in the law governing exit rights or even terms or timing for equity investors. Again, all this haste and copying of the surface of a sovereign wealth fund while changing the substance seems to be at fault. It does not seem sinister to me. Just inept. Again. There is literally nothing on exit or term. Just that DBP and Land Bank will each have a board seat, no big favor there since, as of today, they are 100% of the funding but two-ninths of the board. If the president is serious about bringing in outside investors to Maharlika, add this to one of the requirements to address. No credible investor is going to make an investment with no end or clear rules in use and return of capital. What are common terms and practices for entry and exit? First, you call the capital when you need it. Why? because it is unfair to ask for money and sit on it for anything but the purpose it was supposed to be used for. Second, when calculating performance, it is not just the return or profit but the return over time, so the less time you spend to get the same return, the better. And the return normally needs to reach a hurdle rate for performance bonuses to be earned. Then, there is normally a fixed term for the investment, not open-ended like one presently has with Maharlika. Would any third party make an investment if it is unclear how it can use the money, that it can only be used once, and the terms and timing of its return? Standard practice. What is a standard practice that I hope will be in the rules and should have been in the law? For these types of infrastructure and private equity investments, the fund usually has a 10-year life. Usually with the investments being called as needed, unlike the pay-ahead that was imposed on the DBP and land bank and future investors regardless of the use of proceeds, and the investment period usually being limited to the first five years. Also, these investments must be liquidated before the end of the fund's life. If by the end they cannot sell it, they may ask for a year's extension, but in any case, if not liquidated, at the end of the period, the remaining investments are distributed to the investors. That also means the money can only be called once. For example, if they call the money and invest in the first year and sell it, for example, in year four, they can't reinvest the money again. When liquidated, all the proceeds minus any performance fees and profit share, which also is set forth, usually up to 2% management fee and 20% profit share above a hurdle rate, must be returned to the investors. These are standard terms that should be adopted but are nowhere to be found in the law. If you don't know what the rules are on how your investment will be deployed and how and when it will be returned, would you put in money? And if you are DBP and land bank, how will you account for the investment if you have no clear terms on whether and when it will be returned to you? It is not like it will be a public stock or bond that you have a ready market for and is under your control to sell. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All you have is equity ownership in the unlisted and a liquid Maharlika. Capital adequacy. It has come to my attention that a point that credit rating agency Fitch and I separately brought up on DBP and land banks capital adequacy was brought up in an exchange in the Senate between Senators Onaveros and Angara which was included in a press release on November 8 by Senator Onaveros. She asked Senator Angara if the amount invested by them was prudent, and Senator Angara responded that it does not exceed 25% of their capital and is within their investable funds. Both are correct, but alas, it does not answer the issue which is their capital adequacy, given investable funds can be put in bonds, government securities, debt and equities. This was put in equity and thus is a charge on their equity capital, as explained very factually and expertly by Alida Skucha in Business World, as it brings DBP's Tier 1 capital below minimum levels and reduces land bank to barely above the minimum of 10%. While Senator Angara's reply to Senator Onaveros is correct on not exceeding 25% of their capital or exceeding their investable funds, it does not address what Fitch and I brought up, which is the effect on their capital adequacy ratio and ability to leverage their equity to support loans. I am happy others in the media are finally bringing up the issues I first raised last June. My question is, what took all of you so long? Was the issue ripe? Yes, I just read that DBP has formally requested it get its capital back, and when it is time to remit, can the investment be phased in as needed, business world, November 8th. In other words, what I pointed out since June 8th. So, there is not enough capital adequacy, which is completely different from liquidity and investable funds. Liquidity and investable funds mean cash or funding to make loans or investments. Capital adequacy is the amount of equity capital a bank must maintain to support its loan and asset book. Senator Angara correctly notes the amount invested by the two banks is below 25% of their equity capital. Yes, but if they were only at 13% tier 1 capital, then anything over 3% in equity investments brings them below their required tier capital even if way below the 25% limit, regardless of their liquidity position to fund it. No one seems to have thought of what this meant at the time the law was passed, and the funds remitted. They, regulators, management, board, legislators and economic managers, just assumed all was good and had the banks just remit the entire capital with no use of proceeds or entity even set up? Did they only realize what it meant now? They didn't analyze and model what investing the entire P75 billion ahead of need would mean. Mr. President, this is one of your highest priorities and one of your personal advocacies. We can still get it right. I hope the rules are comprehensive and address the many issues that need to be addressed. Perhaps the Foundation for Economic Freedom, with its illustrious membership, can undertake a comprehensive study and issue recommendations. Even if it comes after the rules are released, perhaps we can still improve on them through remedial legislation and, as a result, further tweak the rules as needed. 
Success has many fathers, but failure is an orphan. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.